Unfortunately, most churches fall victim to the 80-20 rule, even when it comes to finances, where 80% of the total giving is done by just 20% of the people. Well, here are 10 reasons why people don't give and how you can change that, next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. It's another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast, episode 342, according to Apple. Uh, we've been doing these for a long time. We've got more of these, but hey, that's fine if you're keeping score at home. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And I'm Michael Gray. Thanks for being with us, guys. Uh, today, we're going to talk about 10 reasons why people don't give to your church. It's uh, summertime here in the old Pueblo. It's actually, well, yesterday was the first official day of summer. And uh, summer, you know, giving can be down, and it's sometimes it's just a good opportunity if you're on staff or a, a leader of in your church in some capacity. It's a good opportunity to look at some things, you know, and review some things. And so we're going to talk about reasons why people don't give to your church. This podcast is brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. Somebody thought that was funny. MyChurchDaily.com. It's actually a great tool that you can use to be on uh, the Amazon Echo devices, the smart speakers, Alexa devices. You can have a a daily flash briefing, uh, and it's simple to do, easy to do. Just upload an audio file. We'll help you do it. Got a 14-day free trial, and it's a great way to keep connected to people in your church. So check out MyChurchDaily.com today. All right, guys. If, if the world was perfect, <clears throat> if, if, if it was an ideal world, every member of your church would, would partner with you guys financially, if you're a leader, if you're a church, and uh, you'd be able to accomplish all the things you want to do as a church. However, that is not reality. And most churches kind of fall into this 80-20 mode, at least from my experience, the 80-20 rule, where 80% of, of the total giving is done by about 20% of the people. Has that been your experience, gentlemen? Yes. It always will be unless things dramatically change, although I think it's not quite even that right now. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, There's reasons why people don't give, and that's why we're going to get into this today. We're going to address some of those, because it's it's good to really think a little bit about this to understand why there are possible reasons why people aren't giving. And so that's why we're going to go through this today. There was a five-year study done a while back, I think it was back in 2013, that revealed that only 10 to 25% of people in the church give to the church. So let's jump into this a little bit here. And and I've got a little list here. It's my top 10 list of, uh, of reasons why people may not be giving at your church. Number one, Drum roll, please. Number one. Well, I guess I could have could have gone to number ten and then back down, right? Isn't it the way David Letterman did it? Never mind. So let's let's look at the first read. First read. So here's the first reason why people may not be giving at your church. Number one, they don't believe. 
And, and when I say this, I'm basically talking about they're not really Christians or not really committed Christians. Uh, although when I was looking at this before the podcast, I thought, well, you know, maybe they don't believe in your vision or believe in your mission. Although one would wonder, why are they coming to your church? But I guess you could uh, ask that. I have an question. answer for that. Go, go for it. <laughs> uh, a lot of people come to your de- church and they're dating your church, hoping you'll change. Hmm. Just like somebody dating a, a spouse, a person that, <laughs> for a potential spouse. I'm just going to marry them and I'm going to fix them. Uh, and that's the uh, huh. largely uh, yeah. a large portion of attitude towards yeah. the church, but it's easily fixed. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I think there's a that's the next podcast. I can't give that away. Okay, <laughs> next, next on Church App Live, how to fix people, uh, eliminate them, or I, I don't know. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Okay. I don't, I don't want to give one of the other things away, but one of the okay. things that we implemented was uh, a very uh, uh, compelling reason to come spend some time with us and learn about who we are and what we do and why we do what we do Mm -hmm. so that you can get people on board or on to their next destination quicker. Okay. Uh, So it's springboarded giving and it also helped people say, Oh, these guys are serious about who they are. Uh, I'm I'm, I need to move on. Yeah. 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 Uh, We used to advice. Yeah. That is good advice. We, uh, at, at your church where I used to be on staff, uh, back in the dark ages. And actually I took this and carried it on through some other churches I was with. We used to do what we called like a class 101 and class yep. 201. And, and that was yep. essentially the same thing. You can, you can still do that today. Just call it something different, but it was, it's good because number one, it was like a membership class uh, in a way. And so, you know, you, you would talk about what you believed, you know, and, and uh, what the vision of the church was, what it meant to be a Christian. And as you were saying, Michael, uh, you know, it, it would, I don't want to use the word weed people out, but it would cause people yeah. to make a decision and think, oh, I don't know, do I really want to be a part of this or not? You know, absolutely. And, Help them decide quicker mm-hmm. that uh, you are or are not the church for them. Saves yeah. us both a ton of time and heartache. Yeah. The um, Here's a bonus one that you didn't have in your notes, but it came up while I was um, you know going through this. And, and that is that the money is the last thing to arrive and the first thing to leave with, yes, with new people true. or with anyone. It's so they'll, they'll, they may come and like you said, date the church and they may not be committed yet. So that's why they're not giving. Yep. And it's also the first thing to leave. You know, it's, another, it's a telltale sign. If you got somebody that's unhappy with the church, you know, they keep coming in there. They've been there for 20 years, but all of a sudden their giving goes away. Then that's a real strong indicator that they stopped. Eh, yeah. Yeah. They're on the way out. Yeah. 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 Uh, I kind of cover that a little bit. I didn't use that terminology, but yeah, that's right. That's, that's an old saying that we have in ministry, you know, money is the last to come and first to go, but yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah. So I think uh, I, I was reading somewhere where I don't know if it was Tony Morgan survey that, that a while back that uh, a lot of churches aren't doing membership classes anymore or something. I read that somewhere. I don't know. I can't verify that, but I, I still think whatever you call it, you should have something, you know, they that, come and go. And yeah. we literally re-implemented what you had done previous before you moved to Kansas, because 
<laughs> we were struggling in the area of getting people to get on board with our vision. Yeah. And, and financial. Yeah. 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 All right. So, yeah. So number one, the first reason is they don't believe. And, and I wrote this saying, you know, they're, they're not really Christians, but, but I think it also carries through of what we've just been talking about. And that is, uh, they don't maybe believe in the vision. Uh, maybe they don't have it. And, and I think I maybe get in that a little bit later here, but anyhow, let's move on. Shall we? Uh, point number two, why people don't give it to your church. They don't, they don't know why. They don't know why, and and which is kind of covering what we just did, I guess, a little bit. So, uh, you know, why should we give to the church? We don't know why we should give. Uh, and and I want to say here uh, that some churches really believe in the tithe, which is kind of what we call 10% of your income. But there's also churches that don't believe in the tithe, but still believe in giving, and still believe in, in being generous. And so uh, whatever your stance is as a church, uh, you can't assume if you're a leader, you cannot just assume that everybody in your church understands what it means to, to practice what we would call stewardship, biblical right. stewardship. You can't just assume that. Yeah. And as another parallel, they said, well, uh, uh, show me your checkbook and I'll show you what's important in your life. Yeah. Or the same kind of goes for your calendar as well. Yeah. Show me your calendar. I'll show you what's important in your life. So yeah, this, they don't know why that, you know, it's, it's a spiritual discipline that people need to yeah. uh, observe. Right. So when you say I show me your checkbook, I'm sorry, Michael, let me just no, yeah, hit, yeah. hit Steve's point real quick. So when you yeah. say, show me your checkbook, I'll show you what's important in your life. So in other words, your priorities, what you spend your money on is what you think is important. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and they don't and, know. Yeah. And these guys yeah. ties into this. They don't know why, why should I give? Well, it's important yeah. in my life, so therefore I should I should get. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're yeah. and you're missing out. Uh, these guys could probably attest that we probably have more like landslide breakthrough for a person when they finally begin to give because it was the last thing they were holding out on being faithful with. Right. But 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 if you don't teach about it, and it was ironic. I've been in the church all my life. I've been in hundreds of churches. And until I got to my current one, they didn't ever regularly teach about giving and why and how it mattered. And you might hear one once in a blue moon, but not on a, not like Jesus did. I mean, 20 to 25% of his talks were on money and stuff. Yeah. And why it matters. It captured our hearts. Why it matters not to the church, but it matters to the person individually. Dramatically. Yeah. 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 We're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but uh, that's all right. But that's fine. No, that, that, that's fine. I mean, I I think uh, uh, I'll just say it. uh, I don't know what point I'm on here, but I'll just say it. I think that if you're going to ask people to be given to your church, uh, you need to also help them with classes on how to manage their money and how to budget their money, which we'll get into here in a moment, I think, yeah. but, but anyway, okay. So they don't know why go ahead. They don't know why. Number three, Number they're three. in transition. They're in transition. So what I mean here, when I say this is that they're still kind of growing in their faith. And, and this has a lot to do with kind of stuff we've already kind of touched on. And that is, you know, if they're new to the faith, or, or just, you know, not really, this isn't their, this or their, maybe their first church, maybe they've been a Christian for a while, but it, this is their first church where there's actually, you know, principles being taught to grow and, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, they're going through this transition. So, 
it, it, it's, it's, you know, you, you can't just expect somebody to just walk in the door and then, Oh yeah, I'm going to start just giving to you right away. You know, right. uh, there, there's a transition there. Uh, and I don't remember now, Mike, I don't remember if, if Jeff, we used to say this or not, but one of the guys I worked with said, you know, if you can't give 10%, start somewhere. Uh, I don't know if Jeff said this, Jeff Love said this or not. I, I may be I putting, so. I don't remember it, anyway. but, but his, but, but one of the points I, I ran across, one of the guys I worked with was, you know, if you can't give 10%, we understand that. Uh, but maybe you could give 5%, you know, and, and work your way up. Uh, this is talking about the tithe. So yeah. uh, they're in a, tra- I don't think that's a bad idea, but uh, you know, you may, some people may disagree with me on that, but I, th- I think, you know, people are in a transition. And so you got to give them some room, give them some space. Yeah. I remember way back when, I mean, just the amount of money you give away has an impact on people's perceptions of, of that, of giving and, and their scope changes as they become a a believer and get towards the tithe. before you would be, Oh, I put a nickel in the offering and I'm really proud of myself. And then it just, you transition, you're, you're, you're not there yet. I remember, yeah, I'm, putting money in the offering plate thinking, Oh my gosh, that's a ton of money. And, and look back now. And it's like, that was, yeah, that was the beginning of the transition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We used to, we used to call it tipping, tipping the pastor. Yeah. You know, if you just, oh, I'll throw five bucks in here, you know, yeah. a little yeah, tip yeah. for the, the message, you know, which I've, you know, I've been in that, in that seat before and, and I've been the pastor and, and somebody gave five bucks. I appreciated it. You know, I was grateful sure. that they gave us five bucks you know, so I, I didn't want to dismiss it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there's a transition everybody goes through in life, different things. And, and one of that has to do with the fact of your, your, your resources, your money. So, all right. Number four, they're in a difficult financial season. They are in a difficult financial situation or season. And, and, uh, I think that that's pretty relevant for today, you know, uh, sure. today with Absolutely. inflation going up and, now mortgage rates are starting to climb up and stuff. So uh, many of us go through difficult seasons and it's part of life. All of us go through it to some degree. And so sometimes people are just going through a tough time in their life. And and I think this is kind of where uh, I was getting into just a few minutes about, about helping people manage their money, you know, and if you can't teaching, doing a class on budgeting, you know, or something like that, uh, and if you can't do it, if you're not qualified to do it, I'm sure there's people in your community that would be glad to come in and help, you know, uh, because, uh, you know, we're asking people to give, but yet we're not really helping them get a handle on their resources. <laughs> and I just don't think that's right. I, I, I think you, you need to help people get a handle on, yeah, on, their, on life. That's I what, do too. I think go ahead. I, 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 one of the things that really freed us was uh, we began to, Whenever the pastor would teach about it, we'd follow it up with a financial peace class, uh, financial peace university. Uh, it's a great resource. Uh, it's it's life changing for people to have a better fundamental foundation, an understanding of uh, what the Bible says about giving and how to manage your money well. Um, so there's resources out there, even if you're not a pro. There are other crown as well, uh, yeah. great resources out there to help you teach people how to get out of the slavery of, of a tough season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and let's face it, 
even if it, they're not in a tough season, they may be in a tough spot because they are in debt. So, yeah. I mean, you know, life may be going really great around them. They may be earning lots of money, uh, but because they have lots of debt uh, and they don't handle their money. I just was, I've met with my son and his girlfriend twice and, and uh, to help them, uh, you know, with, with budget things. And, and it was eye-opening experience, especially for his girlfriend. And uh, it was like, oh, we actually have, if, if we actually live by this budget, we actually have money left over every month. I'm like, <laughs> that's, yeah, no, that's novel. That's amazing. And, and we didn't even really have to talk about cutting stuff. You know, if you just, if you just, you know, so anyhow, all right, I'm beating this, but, but, you know, you, you know what I'm getting at. So, yeah. So uh, let's move on here. Shall we? Uh, where am I at? Uh, number five, number five, Steve's keeping score here. Number five. Yes. What's number five. They don't know how. They don't know how. Now don't I, how to I, give. I, I know that sounds a little goofy here, but, but uh, you know, I, let me, you guys can answer. Go ahead. Or it may be, it may, it may not be that they don't know how, but they, it may be that it's just not convenient for me. That might be yeah. a better way. To, it might be you a know, better way to put it. Right. Yeah. 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 It's just not, you know, I haven't written a check in a year and I'm not going to bring the checkbook and yeah. I'm not going to carry a lot of cash and, yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah. that's, that's all I know about, you know. And I, I was standing out in the lobby at church, and this is a couple of years ago, uh, while I was still on staff. And this guy, he, he looks perplexed. He's looking around. He's looking around. He looks perplexed. And he goes, I, 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 so, I so badly want to be faithful and, and, and contribute, but I don't have a checking account. I don't have checks. I have, I have a debit card. I want to give to you. And this is actually several years ago because we weren't set up yet to, uh, really to do online giving. And uh, uh, so uh, that was literally that conversation. The light went off on my head and went, oh, we've made it hard for people to be faithful. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they don't know how. So how am I, how am I going to give? You don't have, and, and I think that's a good money point. in the bank. I'd like yeah. to give it to you. Uh, you haven't made it easy for me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve makes a good point. I mean, today, the younger people today, uh, generally, any, and even me as an old guy here, uh, I don't carry a lot of cash and I don't carry the checkbook. I still have it, uh, but I don't hardly ever use it. Uh, and so, yeah. You know, I, I use a card to pay for it. And I, you know, I, I try not to run into debt. I, I, I'm debt free, but, you know, I kind of like using a card because now I have uh, just a quick record. I can always go and look at what I spent money on and categorize it very easily on my bank. And so a lot of people don't do that today. And so if you have newer people that don't walk around with ca a lot of cash or, or walk around with, you know, uh, a checkbook, you know, how are they going to give to your church? So the point is, You've got to make it convenient, as, as Michael just said. Uh, my church years ago that I used to be on staff with, we actually uh, started using an app, uh, not, not an app, not a giving app, but we used actually an app that our company provides, churchapplive.com. And, and in that app is a way you can click the donate button and you can give. And so we introduced that years ago to our church and giving went up. It went up because people was like, oh, I can just do it right now or I can do it anytime. And they did it. Yep. And, and, and so it, it was really uh, very much a blessing to us. And so and there are apps out there. There's other apps that I think it's Tidely and some other ones out there that you could do. Uh, you should have something on your website 
Uh, yes. You should make it very clear. Uh, we've we've covered websites before. Streaming platform, website, mobile app, everything should have yeah. an easy way yeah. to click yeah. and give to yeah. your organization. Yeah. If you're still handing out bulletins, paper, you could at least put the the domain name or something on. Go to you know go to mychurchdaily.com and give you know that kind of a thing. So. Uh, yeah, make it make it convenient for people because there are people like, well, they'd like to give, but you know, it's kind of hard to give because I don't have that stuff. All right. Let's roll on here, shall we? Yes. Number six, they don't know where their money goes. They don't know where their money this goes. Is, yeah, and this Go is ahead. going to be a key one for several down the road here, too, right? Uh, I guess like so. If I give, it goes into a black hole, and I see this nice building, yeah. and I see the pastor yeah. got a new car, and yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, need to know where I, the money goes. Yeah. So the money goes. So my point here is your church should, in my opinion, your church should provide an annual report to, to you know, the budget and where the money's going. And, uh, and some churches, you know, do monthly reports, which, you know, I think is fine. Uh, uh, I, uh, I, I'm ashamed to admit that. I don't know if I'm ashamed to admit this, but many years ago, uh, I, I was approached actually by the senior pastor. This is a long time ago as a young Christian. He, he said, I'm, I'm wondering why you're not giving. And, and so first of all, I thought, you know, this, this guy knows I'm not giving. But so I just told him, I said, you know, I've asked you guys for annual reports or budgets. You never have. And uh, lo and behold, next week, they had a budget <laughs> printed up. So I, I'm not proud of that. But, but I'm just trying to say is, you know, I don't know where the money's going, you know? And so and that Not is a uncommon. trust. That's a trust factor, which we get into yeah. here a little bit later, but, but it, it is something that what, why hide it? You know, I mean, put it out there and, and let people know where your money's going because yeah. that's, they, they want to know, you know? And, yeah. and it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a financial report. It can just be a reminder that, Hey, Larry got baptized today at church and that's because of your faithful contributions or we're Which holding... goes into the next number seven, right? Yeah. yeah. Let me say this though. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it used to be in some churches and, and I, I was never part of a church that did this, but I remember visiting some, I think Baptist churches or something where they would have this, this, uh, this, uh, I don't want to call it a sign or something on the, on the wall that had, you know, last week's attendance, uh, year-to-date attendance, and then mm-hmm, they would have mm-hmm. offering. They would have last week's offering and uh, something even budget. And so they would literally change it every week. Do you remember? Have you seen? Oh, you yeah. come from a oh, tra- yeah. more of a traditional background, right, Mike? So yeah, a lot of churches used to have that. And uh, I remember walking in thinking that's kind of weird. I wasn't a Christian at the time, but but it did. It was a source of of data. <laughs> even it was a little archaic it, it it did work people people would see how many people showed up and how much was given and all that stuff so it, it did help i guess that's probably why people used it but anyhow so uh provide some people some information you know and uh, you'll be surprised they might actually step up their giving and help right all right all right number seven which is is they don't see why yeah kind of ties into this a little bit right uh, they don't know why they should give. I mean, uh, are we just paying for the pastor? But what most people don't understand, I, and I'll remember this, and I'll, I'll again go back to the early days of a live church when we used to meet on Prince. I remember, I think it was Jack Watkins, and I hope he's not listening to this podcast. I haven't seen him in decades. But I remember Jack telling me, uh, asking me one time, 
so what's it, what is the building? What, what's it cost to rent the building? I mean, what is it like 450 bucks a month? And I'm like, Jack, it's <laughs> 4,500 bucks a month to rent this space. Not 40, not 450, 4,500 a month. He's like, Whoa, really? And, and so, yeah. And, and so, I mean, it's, it's an example of, I'm not trying to dog them, but most no. people don't understand right. what it costs <laughs> to do church. They don't yeah. understand that there are, there are expenses, not just paying the yeah. pastor, uh, not just paying the staff. Right? I think Steve hit this really on the head though. All you have to do is continue to tell stories of, Hey, you guys paid for these kids to go to camp and they're going to have a, a, an amazing experience and many of them are going to come to Christ and all of that from your regular contributions. Thank you for that. Yeah. That kind of conversation yeah. on a regular basis keeps people in the vision versus right. uh, <laughs> a, 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 the old school sign on the wall. Here's how much you gave last week. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know, stories, uh, true stories make a big difference. I even watch a, a YouTube channel now and they, the, the guy that hosts it folds that in. He's like, Hey, it's because of your viewership that we got this, you know, this thing here that we can now, you know, include on the channel. And it's, yep. you know, we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. And yeah. it's not just falling out of the sky kind of thing. So, right, so right. You know, this is, these things happen for, for a reason. And you're, you know, the people that are giving to your church are a major part of that. Absolutely. So, yeah. So get the stories out there, get let people know what's happening, where their money's going. And uh, you'll be surprised uh, that you'll, you'll pleasantly surprised. All right. So let's continue to roll on here. Number eight, they have too much debt. And I basically covered this uh, earlier. I got ahead of myself, but uh, you know, people be pouring debt and it's part of kind of part of the American way, unfortunately. And uh, you know, and I understand that. I mean, it used to be, I paid cash for my new car. That was, almost 50 years ago. And, 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 uh, I'm, you buy cars at five years old. Uh, yeah, I I was so young at the time. I was just a kid, (laughs) Yeah, but, but, you know, I mean, uh, I remember my dad spent $10,000 on a car and this again, back in the 1960s, he bought a Lincoln continental for 10,000 bucks. You know, what is it today? You know, 50, 60, 70,000, you know I mean? It's just crazy. So I understand that there's, it's hard, it's hard out there. It's, it's so again, getting back to what we've just covered, you know, financial peace university, uh, different classes you can do. I actually quoted Larry Burkett, who's been what dead for years here. Uh, but it, you know, I think the quote I have here over the last decade, giving overall in Christianity has increased about 20%, but recreational spending increased almost 125% and debt spending increased 550%. That's, that's from Larry Burkett, who's been dead for what, 20 years now? I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty know. interesting stats. 2003. So however long, that's pretty close to 20 years. Yes. Pretty close to 20 years. Right. So uh, people are in debt. So again, it's just, you know, uh, what we've already covered. We help these people help them. In my opinion, the role of the church is not just getting people saved. It's getting people healthy, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and, and helping with their families and helping them live their lives. And so, yeah, okay, I'll now step off my soapbox. All right. So here's another good one. Number nine on our list. 
and this is a key one, they're not involved. They're not involved. Uh, my experience, I think all of us here can vouch to this. My experience is when people get involved in serving the church, getting involved in thinking the church, they they will also give because they start seeing the needs. They're they're working. They're getting their hands dirty, doing things, and they real. And I've had so many people over the years in churches I've been with that you know they're trying to fix a problem and they realize, oh, you need this, you need that. Well, you know, I'll just give it to you. I'll just here. Let's just buy this part that we need to fix the door or whatever. I mean, people will be generous uh, when they see a need. And when they're involved, they'll see more needs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're involved, you kind of see what, oh, wow, there's a lot going on here that I don't recognize right. every week. Yeah. yeah. You know, exactly. goes back to, I remember putting a, doing our Super Bowl party back uh, way back when, and one of the other volunteers were putting an antenna in the ceiling so we could get TV yeah. reception. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. you're like, wow. Okay. Everybody coming to the party is just thinking, oh, we just got, you know, that all just that that TV signal showed up, those projectors all showed up, all the, you know, yeah. everything it was set up for just kind of happened. But yeah. Yeah. there was a ton of work and a lot of money that went into prepping for just one event. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So all right. So we're running out of time here. Number 10. They don't trust your church leadership. They don't trust them. And we can, again, this a lot of these things kind of cross over. They, they carry over. And again, it's, it's getting back to, uh, you know, helping people understand where their money's going. I think it kind of covers point number six, I think, if I remember right. You know, where's their money going? What's it take to do this? Uh, it, it's connecting with people. <laughs> it's not just asking for money all the time, but it's, it's, it's helping them, serving them. Uh, you build trust. You've got to build trust. And as you said, at the, almost at the very beginning, Steve, you know, money's the first, money is the first to go, but the last to come or the last to come and the first to go. So many times people show up, they build trust, you build trust with them as leaders, and then they start giving. Mm-hmm. And, and when they don't trust you anymore, then they stop giving usually. So, yeah, so it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a challenge, but it, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to read that's Yeah, that's, they may continue to come. But it's a telltale sign that they probably won't be around for much longer. Usually the case. All right, gentlemen, we're out of time here. Thank you so much for your input today. Good to be here. Makes a big difference. And uh, thank you for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast or watching it wherever. We'd encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. You can go to Apple or any place that you go to get your podcast and subscribe to the Church Solutions Podcast. You can see us on YouTube, or you can go to streamingchurch.tv and look at our stuff. Uh, these notes will probably be on our blog. We have a blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv, blog.streamingchurch.tv. We're a little behind on our blogs, but we have other things on there as well. So uh, share this with people. Feel free to share. Feel free to share uh, our content with other people. We'd be happy to help you. If you have questions, uh, we're here to help. I know Michael actually works with people, helps people uh, find their purpose. You have some great, we've talked about that in a couple of years. We probably ought to bring that up again, Mike. Some of the things yeah. that you do to help people. So whatever we can do to help you, that's why we're here. So again, thank you so much. So with that in mind, please take care of yourselves, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Good to be Always. here. Always. And thank you for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. Please take care of yourselves. Until next time.